0: <laughs> oh <No! laughs> <laughs> In Star Wars, we've seen the common deactivation of lightsabers, and while it seems to be some sort of unspoken rule that they just shut off when a Force user dies, this video should be able to explain it a little more in depth. Lightsabers all vary in design and type depending on the user, and with that comes the construction of literally every design you can think of. But one thing remained. All lightsabers required a Force user to wield it properly. Now I say properly because anyone can actually turn the weapon on, as we've seen General Grievous, Han Solo, and Finn do, assuming Finn isn't Force-sensitive. This will prove useful as we continue the analysis. Now, lightsabers had one of two options. A spring activation sensor attached to the hilt that when released by the user, it would actually deactivate the weapon. Or, it had a safety switch that you could toggle on or off indefinitely, until it was flicked up or down. The reason for this, is that if you let it go by accident, it wouldn't just melt through the floor forever. Or if summoned by the force by their foe, it wouldn't just fly through the air at their command and kill everyone. At least not without a battle of the force. Some users would actually construct the ignition switch on the inside of the hilt, allowing only a force user who was familiar with the weapon, and knew the location of the switch, to be able to ignite the lightsaber and use it. Now, for those wondering how a saber throw works, it brings us back to the fact that a Force user can operate a lightsaber much better than a non-Force user. Case in point, General Grievous versus any Jedi, for that matter. Now, you also might be thinking, well, what about Vader who threw his lightsaber at Luke in Return of the Jedi? Well, that's because he used the Force to manipulate the kyber crystal inside, causing it to remain on as he guided the weapon like a boomerang at his son and back to his grasp. I'm guessing Luke had the high ground in that situation, and Vader didn't like that. Okay, this brings us to the last point. You might be wondering about the cave scene on Dagobah. This is literally the only time in Star Wars movies that we see a lightsaber fall to the ground and remain on. This was done on purpose, to symbolize that the opponent was not dead. For it wasn't Vader that Luke had just killed, it was himself, and in doing so, the fear that he harbored within that stopped him. Since Luke couldn't kill himself in that vision, we get to see how meaningful and deep that scene actually really is. Now, as for Jedi and Sith turning each other's lightsabers on and off during battle, like I mentioned earlier, the same can be applied for what we just examined. The pressure plate under the hilt would disallow this, as well as the force connection between the kyber and the owner, which, if stronger than the opponent, could combat the attack in the same way. Do you guys remember that game Jedi Outcast 2? That was my favorite move, was the saber throw. It was so overpowered, but I used it all the time. If you could use any Force power for your lightsaber, what would it be? Thanks for watching, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do leave a like if you enjoyed the content, and I'll see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.